That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Tribune Audio Network. Movers and shakers leading businesses, nonprofits, governments, and schools across the Quad City area, Illinois, and Iowa. How did they get started? What is their story? Their goals? Their advice for the next generation of the girl power movement? And now, here's your host for Wonder Women, News 8's Angie Sharp. Powerful women, powerful positions. Welcome to the Wonder Woman podcast, a show dedicated to showing off the girl bosses in our communities. And girl, do I have some girl bosses in our WQAD podcast studio today. My guests are who I like to call the success sisters of downtown Davenport. They are the owners of not one, not two, but three small and awesome businesses that I hope you go and visit. Let's go around the circle and have you introduce yourself and then the name of your business and where it's located. All right, I'm the oldest sister, so I guess I'll start first. I'm Fran Moss, and I own Me and Billy Kitchen and Bar in downtown Davenport, Iowa. I'm Trisha Collins, and I own Polished Hair Lounge in just east of downtown Davenport. <laughs> and I'm Sarah Collins, the youngest, and I own What a Gem in downtown Davenport. Welcome, Wonder Woman. Thanks Thank so much you. for being here today. Success, sister. I like Do you like it? Wow. Do you like it? That's I'm surprised. a little intense. You haven't used that yet. I think you should. Trademark, right? Yeah, Trademark. Right. Hashtag success. I know, exactly. Well, I want to start with actually the end. What is it like having this, being business owners in common with each other, but also being sisters, especially because you guys all are very different from one another, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, who wants to jump in? Uh, I guess I'll start because I kind of tried to talk Trisha out of opening her business really? when oh. she first Uh-oh. started. Oh, yes. <laughs> because right. I got real, real fast. Don't do it. I just, I really had to keep it real with her because I, I wanted to make sure she was serious about it because owning a small business is so hard. And so it's nice that we all have each other to kind of bounce ideas off of and lean on each other for support, but it's it's definitely hard. So I, I, I guess I had to throw that out there. Yeah, but um, I kind of feel like this is the way it's always meant, was like meant to be. Like we kind of have a little bit of freedom, but we all really work very, very hard. And we can lean on each other for a little bit of everything. And you didn't listen to your sister. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I mean, why would I? Yeah. <laughs> I figure it out on my own. Yes. Do it the hard way. That's awesome. I would definitely say where we are now, um, yeah, it'd be so hard to do without each other. Mm-hmm. It just sounds really cliche and really cheesy, mm-hmm. but um, like I couldn't imagine not having these two amazing women to lean on. And, like, being able to, like, have those really personal conversations, like, man, this week is rough. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, my gosh, let's do this amazing event. So it's Mm -hmm. really good to have that built in. They have to because they're my (laughs) sister. Yeah, exactly. Be my support Mm -hmm. system. And then we're there for each other on any event that's going on and um, cheering each other along. Yeah. Do you feel like you can be honest with each other? Oh my when it comes gosh. to everything you do with Andy. the ladies. Yeah. A little Brutally. too honest. <laughs> Brutally honest. <laughs> we don't, we don't um, sugarcoat anything in our families. So. No. 
We keep it pretty real. <laughs> well, like, let's talk about your businesses individually. So, Fran, let's start with you. Let's talk about Me and Billy, what Me and Billy is, <laughs> and how long you guys have been in business for. We are going on six years, and it's a bar restaurant. Um, when my husband and I moved back from uh, Chicago, I guess it was almost nine years ago now, uh, we just kind of thought the downtown area especially was lacking. And we started talking about opening a place and it started becoming a little bit more serious and the conversations turned to, okay, what does the community need? What do we want to see here? And it just went from there. And so we have, you know, we have burgers and salads and we have entrees and uh, ever rotating rotating cocktails. Cocktail menu. (laughs) Yeah. I would have to say we're probably most famous for our fishbowl, even, you know, the the huge (laughs) bowl that you can drink of with your friends or by yourself. Yeah. So we probably see the most photos of that on Instagram (laughs) than anything else. But uh, we also have a really great event space, so that keeps us really busy, too. Yes, the Fair Haven. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you guys have expanded. I mean, already in those six mm-hmm. years, you have expanded. And yep. I mean, if you visit their Facebook page, they always have some kind of event going on. We try to have at least one event going on per month, whether it's a cocktail class or um, a holiday party mm-hmm. or, you know, anything like that. Our St. Patrick's Day party is always a big deal to us, and so the Kentucky Derby. I do. Oh, oh Derby. the Kentucky Derby. Derby. Been there, done that. And you know, <laughs> yes. um, but so we just like to have something fun and different going on, so that the community. It's not even always about you know profit at the end of those events. It's about having something fun for people mm-hmm. to participate in. Yeah, absolutely. Trisha, tell us about Polished Hair Lounge. Well, it's kind of, um, it's a small space, so I kind of view it more as like a little beauty studio, but we really wanted to be all-inclusive as far as genders. Mm. So we have gender-fluid pricing all across the board. Um, We do see mostly women, but we have a huge men's clientele, which is really awesome. Um, One of my stylists really specializes in like really funky shortcuts for both men and women. Um, I like that. I got to go there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anytime. You're more than welcome. But I have a really amazing group of girls that I had worked with before at another salon, and we just kind of combined forces and kind of thought, what have other salons that we've worked in been lacking? Mm-hmm. And I worked really hard to kind of bring it all together. And we're in, like I said, just east of downtown. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of an up-and-coming area with um it is there's a lot of stuff going there just yeah. opened over there and it's kind of bridging the gap between downtown and the east village mm-hmm. and it's right next door to where the new y is going to be going in so i'm really excited about the new movement that's happening in our little area yeah absolutely yeah. and sarah talk about what a gem and it is a gem it's such a great cute little it space it is just a little nugget of <laughs> it's a, a nugget <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so what a gem is just kind of my passion project um it is something that i get to do that brings vintage and modern goods together for the home, for gift, for yourself. Um, treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. Um, and I've been open for about two years. So I do pop-up styles. So, um, I mean, but a lot of people get confused by that. So that doesn't mean that I'm moving locations. I have one primary brick-and-mortar location, but by pop-up, it means that it kind of works around my my normal work schedule. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I also go out to other businesses and pop-up places too. Um, so that's always a lot of fun getting out into the community and working with other 
business women mm -hmm. and other business owners. So I think that that is a really um, great point that you have a full-time job. You have a full-time <laughs> yeah. job. Is Polished your full-time job, Trisha? It is. Okay. I'm a full-time behind-the-chair stylist, and then I do all of the business right. aspects as well. Yeah, but I think that that is so interesting that you guys are wearing a lot of hats. It's not <laughs> just the hat of small business owner. There's mm -hmm. a lot of else sure. going on, too, so let's talk about that a little bit. And I think that stems from our parents. Yeah, I was just going to say Primarily. we got it from our mama. Yeah, we grew up. Um, in a family of entrepreneurs, you know, my dad owned Max Tavern while we were growing up, and my mom taught swimming lessons in our backyard, and she worked in the school district, Davenport School District, so... And, she and does Mary Kay. Kay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we can't oh, gotta, forget that. Oh, yeah, I love my Mary Kay, yeah. that's for sure. Time-wise. So, <laughs> so um, it just kind of comes secondhand to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, she you know, always worked more than one job, and yeah, it yeah. was um, not necessarily out of necessity, but it was just... Her swimming lesson job uh, only did the summer, yeah. and it was like, well, why wouldn't she? Be? Yeah, why wouldn't yeah. she do Stay more? Busy. Than, why yeah. wouldn't yeah. you do more right. than one thing? Right? Yeah. That's right. what women do. Right. We, yeah. we all grew up staying really busy. We swam, we danced, we were, you know, in school. We did a little bit of everything, and if we weren't at our own event, we were at each other's events. So we've always just been busy people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, I was just making this point to some students at Augustana College, actually, that, you know, when you leave college, you're doing all this stuff when you grow up mm -hmm. and in college stuff. Then you leave and you have one job. <laughs> yeah. Right? And you don't get to do all those things anymore. You mm -hmm. don't get to dance or mm -hmm. be in the choir. You know, you can slowly start getting into yeah, those things. you don't things. really have those extracurricular. Yeah, the extra, there's no yeah. extracurricular activities <laughs> in adulthood. Well, no one's forcing you to do yeah, it either. Exactly. So it's right. easy to get stuck in that monotony of the day-to-day -day and just yeah. going to your job and coming home or, you know, your normal routine. And it's good to bust out of that mm -hmm. and have other things to do. And um, you know, Fran's really heavily involved in not only the business, but also the community. Um, so it's just getting involved in those other things that kind of definitely makes makes life worth it. Feed your soul in other ways. I mean, you got to pay the bills, right? Right. Sure. right. Feed your soul in other ways, too. Mm -hmm. It's why I was a speech comm major for work one day, mm -hmm. you know, to get work, but also an English major, right? Yes. Because I wanted to feed my soul by just reading all the great literature that That's we have. So, so what is your other job then? I work at John Deere mm -hmm. and I'm an executive assistant. So it's a really good balance. You know, I go to work and do my daytime job and then I leave and I try to get to the gym and do my, you know, community she's, extracurricular she's working activities. She won't and tell then, you, but she's working around the clock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and then I do my me and Billy stuff at night and on the weekend. So, it, you know, it, just works. I don't know how else to put it, but for me, it just seems to make sense. So yeah. What about you, Sarah? What's your full time? I'm also um, I'm a studio coordinator at an architecture firm, but oh, cool. doing administrative things mm -hmm. and um, just making sure that office is running smoothly. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a, a neat at atmosphere to be in, though. It's a creative business still. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, I think it's safe to say that these are your passion projects mm -hmm. and you guys have made them come to life. Definitely. So how long were you thinking about the restaurant, the hair studio, the store? How long did it take to make that idea? And I want to know this for our listeners who have that idea in their hearts, that passion project that they want to do. How long does it take to get to reality and how hard is it? It's different for everyone yeah. in every mm -hmm. business. Okay. So mm -hmm. right. I would just say don't get discouraged. If that is your end goal, make sure you're making little steps towards it. Me and Billy took... I mean, Fran, over two years, two years, right? I mean, from Even just scouting like, out the location. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of that course, that little twinkle was always in my dad's eye from having mm -hmm. Max, but um, 
it really from very inklings of ideas to, to fruition. Yeah, yeah, two years. It was always kind of a conversation in our family when we would go out to eat talking about what we would do differently or how this could be better. And I sat my dad down one day. I said, let's meet for a beer after work. And I said, I'm not talking about this anymore unless we're serious. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and, so, mm-hmm. and so we started, on or off the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we started looking at, at properties and writing a business plan. And ours was definitely a little bit bigger process. Oh, um, absolutely. And it, yeah, it took really two years to, from that day mm-hmm. till when we were open. Wow. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing how long it takes sometimes to get to those points. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think it's just as easy as finding the storefront, opening up, and voila, <laughs> you know, success is just going to happen. Yeah. But even once you open up, it takes a while to be successful yeah. too, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then you have setbacks like the flood. Yes. Trisha, tell yes. me about the flood of 2019 uh, for you. Well, that was <laughs> our second big setback because we opened on March 1st of 2018 which was a Thursday morning. Mm -hmm. Everything went smoothly. About a week and a half later, all of Federal Street was closed down and torn up. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have a street in front of our business for the first seven months that we were open. Huge construction project. Huge. Yikes. And then it led us right into the huge snowfalls of last winter. (laughs) And then the sub-zero temperatures, which we closed a few days for that because it wasn't even safe to really be going anywhere. And then three months of flooding Mm. that we lost over two weeks of business from. And, you know, it's like you grin and bear it and you really appreciate everybody's support through all of that. But it's something that, you know, I was sitting at home biting my nails going, are we going to survive this? I mean, we're just over a year into this. I don't know if we're going to make it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was watching the dollars and cents in my bank account. And luckily, we were very fortunate that um, other salons reached out to us and loaned us some chairs that That's we great. could still take clients and work a little bit. But, you know, I was even a little nervous at one point that my staff would stay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to blame them if they didn't want to. Right. Because who's to say that this isn't going to happen every single spring? Yeah. So. Yeah. We still don't know. Yeah. We don't exactly. know. Yeah. There's a lot of risk and a lot of reward, I mm-hmm. would think, with opening a small yes. business, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I want to know, um, being a woman, how that kind of worked into your success story. Did being a woman matter to opening your businesses? Fran, I'll start with you. Well, Sarah pointed this out to me this morning, (laughs) um, that the Small Business Administration, we went to them for a loan when we opened our business. And, you know, they are very supportive of women in business. So we kind of took that angle, my mom and I. And so now that I'm six years in, it like hadn't even occurred to me that that was such a big deal when we opened because looking back on it, I was just doing what I thought I needed to do to open a business. It didn't matter if I was male or female or how old I was or how naive I was, (laughs) but it just took a lot of hard work. So yes and no. I mean, I think in the daily grind of it, it didn't really matter. But yeah, when it comes down to it, I don't know if we could have gone through that whole process without, you know, that support behind women in business. Now, now you know if mom was here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's hear from mom. She would say <laughs> that women get stuff done. Yes. About mm-hmm. Being a woman is all that matters because we are the ones who can buckle down and get stuff done. And so that I think is just yeah. Yeah. my mentality for last. I don't circle it back to being a woman, but I just, 
it's always her the in the work back of your ethic. mind. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, work ethic of how you were raised. She would say it's because of being a woman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know if we correlated that way, but um, yeah, we just definitely grew up in a house where you just buckled down, you mm-hmm. pull up your bootstraps mm-hmm. and yeah. get it done. Yeah, no put on what. those stilettos and get going, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was kind of my mentality going into it because from my first real conversation about opening the salon was at the very beginning of November of 2017, and I had it open by March 1st. I mean, it was a lot of hard work, but I just buckled down, like my husband says, he's like, you were so stubborn that you weren't gonna let it not happen. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it was like my mom back in the back of my mind the entire time, she's like, Okay, do it now. Do it right now. Make this phone call. <laughs> yeah. that, that There's always that sense of slogan. urgency. Do it right now. <laughs> and I feel like I kind of lit that fire under both the bankers and everything, you know, mm-hmm. because in the salon world, it's just kind of, you know, women are the ones that do this. Sure. So, you know, it just kind of seemed like that it was just meant to be that mm-hmm. way. But, you know, I, the bank, the city, everyone that I went to for funding, even like my landlord, they just look at you like, do you have any clue what you're doing? Oh, were they all male? <laughs> yeah. All of them? Yeah. Every single so. one of them. Hmm. Why, yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do <laughs> know what I'm doing, me. actually. <laughs> Watch me work, right? How lucky you guys were to grow up in a household like that, though, with mm-hmm. a power, you know, a powerful yeah. mom, but also like a very, very caring and I think supportive dad, too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Your dad a couple of mm-hmm. times. He is a true gem. You know, <laughs> yeah, he is a true gem, but like I think that, that that really makes a difference when you have parents or even just one parent or somebody that's telling you, you can do this. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just do the day job forever. If you have a passion project, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we all work together so well. So it's right. like we all have our own strengths. part of, yeah, strengths. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it, it wouldn't work if we weren't, weren't all doing it right. together well, yeah. for and some especially reason. Especially with wouldn't be as fun either. Three yeah. totally different businesses. We have found a way to make it all work together, like mm-hmm. collaborate with each other. Whether it's we put together like donation baskets for, you know, the heart, um, American Heart Association, yeah, sure, yeah, you guys are always, yeah, you know, supportive. it's not necessarily something that you would think a bar and restaurant, a hair salon, <laughs> and a gift shop, a little gift shop, <laughs> like, what are we, what are, out, we? <laughs> what are we calling it, yeah, how to collaborate, but somehow we figure it out, and we make it work. Did we, you guys always get along? No. <laughs> No. Mm. Chimes in. No. Classic. What is the age? What is the age gap between all of you? Fran's oh, the gosh. oldest. Yes, it's hard. We're, we're Trish and I are about two years apart, and then Just Sarah's under. about three years younger than her. So mm-hmm. between Sarah and I is about five years. So yeah. when were you not getting along? Mm. Pretty much. I mean, teenage girl. Teenage group, yeah. right? Teenage. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And then when did things start changing? Uh, college. When Fran I, went off to college, I feel like Fran and I get her out of the Fran, house. Friends, right after. Yeah, yeah. You go from it's sisters like, okay. who hate each other to friends and sisters who love each other. Apart, like Sarah and I grew up sharing the same bedroom, so it was like there's that punch, pull pull each other's hair <laughs> kind of situation. I hate you. I love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Fran kind of had her own space and her own little world. And these two, you know, especially being five years apart, it wasn't until Fran was gone that they realized that they could really kind of cultivate a relationship. Fran and I being so close in age, it's like my mom said that even when we were really little, 
a lot of times we couldn't be in the same room. Wow. Yeah. So you had the middle child syndrome <laughs> oh, a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. The black sheep. The black sheep. Deeply rooted. Yes. The dark black haired sheep. I love your hair, girl. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, but really, when did it change? When you, I mean, like going from that to being like, oh, one day we're going to be three successful business owners and collaborate on I mean, stuff nobody, and love each other. Nobody knew that was going to happen. Right. But um, right. yeah, I mean, I think just at a certain point, you put your your um, adolescence behind you and your BS aside and mm-hmm. their family. Yeah. So, um, right. you know, we are going to put any, yeah, just always support mm-hmm. each other. So, mm-hmm. like, when Fran and your dad had the idea for me and Billy, I mean, you guys were probably the, the first people, aside from your mom, of course, right. to be mm-hmm. supportive of it. It wasn't oh, like, yeah. oh, here goes Fran. No, <laughs> no. no, we were no. all, I mean, there was nothing else that was discussed we that was the primary <laughs> conversation day, yeah <laughs> it just trickles yeah. into the conversation yeah. but it's because we're all so heavily involved and I saw something recently that said the best marketing strategy ever is just to care and that's oh, that wow. is it like we all just care so much mm-hmm. about the community and these businesses and making it work and, and our employees supporting and each and other mm-hmm. and yeah so it's like it, I love that. It just is what it is, well, I Bria guess. doesn't enter into anything lightly. Like, she mm-hmm. wants to have a strategy and a plan and everything, whereas, like, you know, like I, she was saying, it took so long, mm-hmm. whereas, like, me, I'm like, caution to the wind. Yeah, I'm let's go. <laughs> but that's more yeah. both how we are. Mm-hmm. Yes, We're just going to jump in feet first yep. and figure like, it out. Well, if Fran can do it, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got Fran to uh, <laughs> yeah, lean on exactly. and have some advice. Fran will help she me. She was yeah. the one who, like, blazed the trail for mm-hmm. us. We couldn't have done it. Fran but. was definitely the reason why I even opened What a Gem. She looked mm-hmm. at me and said, hey, wanted to you should open something. Mm-hmm. And there was just this weird little space in downtown. Yeah, right around the corner from me perfect. and Billy. Yeah. So it was with her it encouragement that I was able to um, jump into that and and be able to make that little dream mm-hmm. come true. I, I want to ask, what's your biggest strength and weakness oh, versus on each other? You know, like, like <laughs> Fran's really good at this and Trish's really good at this, you know, but we're horrible at this. You know, what are some of those things that make it work oh, so gosh. well between the Angie, that's like yeah. putting us on the spot. I know, yeah. I know it is. How do we narrow down I know, I know. Well, I would say Sarah's the most creative Definitely. of the three of us. Okay. Thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> I don't know what huge procrastinator. Oh, I oh, am. Yeah. There you go. The world's yeah. biggest yeah. procrastinator. She needs deadlines. Yeah, see, I this do. isn't that hard of a conversation. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> we're good at calling each other out. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, we don't hold back. Yeah, that's good. Well, though. Sarah put it really honestly on social media this week just mm-hmm. about, you know, I'm feeling not. in a rut about her creativity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm looking from the outside thinking, how? Look what? at what you're doing. Like, <laughs> You're so creative and you don't even realize it. Like, yes, you feel like you're like in a little slump or something, but we all go through that. Yeah. And so, but from the outside, it's like, how does she even think that's possible? Yeah. She's just so creative and it just I oozes had, out of you. It was just <laughs> not to sidestep our <laughs> strengths and weaknesses combo. But <laughs> yeah, that post, um, it was crazy having a lot of, I just kind of threw out there into the world that I was struggling mm. with my creativity and feeling like I'm in a slump and like a weird season for me um, and in a little bit with my business and just knowing where I want to take it next and uh, what my steps are. But it was it was enlightening seeing other women pipe up and say, me too. Like yeah. I am having those same issues. I or, was one of those. Um, yeah. 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 Trish was one of them. And like they were coming out of the woodwork, whether it was a public message or a private message. And um, 
it was it was a cool thing, mm -hmm. um, but also knowing that it's it's not all perfect. Right. I was just going to say, you know, all of our weaknesses are that we have to feel like we have to be perfect right. and on top of it all the time. Right. Everything on social media, you want to keep it light. You want to keep it fun. You don't mm -hmm. want to be bringing the burdens in on social media. You want to put not, the filter on, literally. Yeah. You do, but right. it also is such a good outlet to reach out to those people who are not always in that same headspace mm -hmm. or, you know, need a little bit of encouragement knowing that there's people going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I think that's really, really well said and a really, really good reminder to anybody who's listening that women, we're, we're, we're kind of taught to be perfect, you know, mm -hmm. in this world when men don't have to be. Yeah. And it really, really like for some reason lately, I've been thinking about that so much more, you know, about how I feel like I need to be perfect, whereas men maybe just feel like they need to be right. Mm. Do, you know, yeah, do you know what I mean? That's a good way to put it. Yeah. 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 So I want to ask, what is a Wonder Woman to you? <laughs> I was thinking about this. This is an important and question for the podcast. Yes, yeah. I to say. <laughs> and I think it's just being authentic mm -hmm. and true to yourself. And um, yeah, you, you kind of have to not compare yourself to others. Yeah. That's always so hard, especially in the social media culture. Mm -hmm. Um, you're always trying to, you know, one-up everybody else or show your best self or anything like that, but just being authentic. Yeah, I love that. Be authentic. Good. Um, for me, which we already kind of touched on, but it's just getting it done. Mm -hmm. um, being able that. to um, stand up and look at a project or look at an obstacle or whether it's physical or if it's, you know, something on the computer, whatever it may be, just being able to um, problem solve mm -hmm. and do it yourself. Hunker down and get it done. Um, and yeah, you, you don't have to necessarily hire that out or <laughs> ask a man to step in and do it. Like you can do that stuff yourself and um, it might take a, a friendly helper or <laughs> a band of sisters. Mm -hmm. A band of sisters, a Google search. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So authentic, uh, getting it done. What do you think, Trish? Uh, I definitely agree with both of them, mm -hmm. but you know, definitely getting out of bed and just doing what you feel is right every day. Mm. You know, whether it's a stay-at-home mom or, you know, even if it's getting yourself in the right mindset to go to work or, you know, even pick up the phone or whatever because if you have, a, you know, depression or anxiety or whatever that's holding you back from anything, just putting your best foot forward no matter what. Yeah, I love that. Well said. And finally, what's your advice for the next generation of the girl power movement? You know, the next... <laughs> Um, you know, downtown Davenport business owners, the next Wonder Women in our community, in the Quad Cities, and, and in every community. But what's your advice for the next generation? You're both looking at me, so I <laughs> guess I'll start the again. Oldest, the oldest will start. <laughs> we always look at uh, you. looked for you are across from me to be fair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Focus on the positive. And I know mm -hmm. that I don't always do this. You know, I'll see a negative review or something. Oh, don't go, talk to Fran the week of a negative go review. Go down a, you I know, feel you, girl. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, one thing, I think in the first year of business, we, somebody said this to me, haters gonna hate. Yeah. And I Tiffany? <laughs> probably right. Tiffany Cannon, yes. <laughs> but um, that was, that runs through my head every time I see a, a negative review. And not to say There's that, not merit behind those. Yes. Sure. We definitely yeah. use those to try to better our business. And you do and read we, them? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Read them. We read them, take screenshots, send them to everybody. <laughs> like, who was this? What's going on? How do we <laughs> fix it? Yeah. But so it's, it's not always easy, but focus on the positive because that's how you're going to 
make progress, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to get, get through all mm -hmm. of that mush. Yes. The BS. <laughs> like you said. Yes. Very true. Yeah. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be a girl boss or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, to be a Wonder Woman. Right. You know, being a friend, being a sister, being a mother, you know, they all have their different challenges and strengths and weaknesses and everything associated with them. So you just have to find what's going to work for you and go right after and it. And do it. Yeah. 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 Love that. What do you think, Sarah? Well, I just think that um, being an entrepreneur is hard, and I think we've oh, discussed that goodness. here. <laughs> but it's also so rewarding. So I would just say to those who are maybe stuck in the job they don't want to be in or looking and thinking, I don't even want to get in that rut. Like, I want to just start my own business out of the gate as a, mm -hmm. a young, fearless woman. Um, go for it. I mean, there's yeah. a, just know that it's going to be a lot of work. Mm -hmm. You don't really get days off. Um, there's yeah. there's not much downtime in the entrepreneurial um, business, uh, but it's totally worth it when you do it. Um, and being able to be your own boss and um, take a business creatively where you want to or social media or an entre, you know, anything, mm -hmm. you know, being able to take that charge and um, putting your own spin on it and letting people hear what you have to say mm -hmm. can be so refreshing. Yeah. If you love what you do, it won't feel like work, right? Yes. And right. I think that you all love what you do mm -hmm. very, very much. <laughs> and not to say that there isn't days where you're yes, going, exactly. what am I thinking? It's not all rainbows <laughs> or sunshine. Yeah. No, it's definitely but it's not very glamorous sometimes. Yeah. But we all have a lot of fun. Great. Well, thank you both, all three of you, for <laughs> all being here. Thank it's so you. fun to have thank this podcast studio absolutely full. Thank you very much thank for your you, time Andy, this morning. This is such an amazing thing that you're doing, um, and I just love that you're reaching out to women and the community and letting us all, like, you know, it's like you're sitting in this room when you listen oh, to that's it. that's so nice to hear.